0: Hi, and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centred, Word-based and Spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you. And on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonhomme and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. Well, during this focus this year, our theme has been by faith, which is just an incredible declaration that nothing of any use of any eternal value gets done on the earth unless it is done by faith. Um, both by the person doing um, the action, by by the person that is giving so that many can hear the Name of Jesus Christ, um, by the person that receives Jesus Christ and then rises in faith to fulfil their destiny. I've loved going through Hebrews 11, so many women and men who trusted God to do something extraordinary through their lives, so, so far beyond their natural abilities, so far beyond what they could conceive with their own dreams, but with God by faith, um, miracles occurred. I love the story of people like Abel and I love that it's many and varied what God says in this chapter about what is faith, what is pleasing to Him. You know, Abel just brought a gift that was from the heart. There's a bit of a ring in the fallback just to to let the sound team know. I'm so sorry, I get a little bit distracted by that. Um, But Abel brought a gift that was acceptable to God from the heart. It wasn't just an offering, it was an offering from the heart. And it shows us that by faith, God sees what we give. He sees how we prepare it. He actually sees that what, it's not just an offering, it's not just to God, but it's from the heart, prepared from the heart. I love the story of Enoch. And you know, we are living in, in, in some senses dark days, but the light of Jesus is rising brightly and the story of Enoch is just profound in that literally all he did, it says, is he walked with God consistently through his life. And then he just kept on walking to eternity because he didn't die. He just walked on into eternity with Jesus. Don't you think that's an amazing testimony? There is something to be said about the inestimable worth, inestimable worth of a man or a woman, no matter what age you are, who just decides in their heart, I'm gonna walk with Jesus. All my life. I don't care what happens between now and here. I don't care what scandal breaks. I don't care what happens. I don't care what happens in my business. I don't care the tragedies that I may suffer in life. I'm just going to resolve my heart that I'm going to walk with Jesus for the rest of my life. And then we're just gonna keep walking into eternity. I love people like that. I'm inspired by people like that. The unshakables, the ones that just say, I will walk with Jesus. And of course, Pastor Brad last week, and wasn't it a killer word last week? Just amazing word about the faith of Abraham, who was enabled by God by faith to give to God what was most precious to him. And Pastor Brad showed us that he was able to trust God with what was most precious to him because he had already seen God do a miracle of bringing his old body to life. Now, if you want to look at a really good, humid part of Scripture, have a look at that story. There's a lot of innuendo in it. If you think the Bible's vanilla and boring, just have a read of uh, Abraham and Sarah and their later in life romantic life, right? It's it's really funny. Um, But God was able to do it. This morning I want to look at a small scripture, a tiny, tiny little bit of Hebrews 11 and if you're not paying attention you might miss it. You know there is so many great feats in the chapter of Hebrews 11. People who conquered foreign armies, who likes a good war story, who split a Red Sea and walked through it, who occupied um, territory that was new, there were massive conquests. Well, the Scripture I wanna look at this morning is so much more domestic. It's so much more um, unseen. It could be seen as really insignificant. And maybe for you at the moment, you're like, God, is my life insignificant? Is my faith average? Is my, is my life amounting to much? Well, I just wanna say, this Scripture would say that you are not insignificant. The choices that you make by faith to raise your children, to actually run your life group, to show up every day at work and bring faith into that atmosphere, it is not insignificant insignificant to God. It's highly significant in His hands. And we couldn't miss the significance of this Scripture because it's not immediately obvious. And like most great feats of faith, they're just tucked away in the background, but they can have a generational impact. Let me read this scripture and let me read it slow for it's short. Hebrews eleven 23. I'll give you time to turn to it or alternatively you can have a look on the screen. It says, by faith, which is the, the descriptor that changes everything. They didn't just do it. They did it by faith. Moses's parents hid him for three Months after he was born, because they saw he was no ordinary child, and they were not afraid of the king's edict. Faith will do that to you. I'm not afraid, not on my watch. You know, they're living under a decree to give you the background if you're new to the things of God and you should never feel weird that you may not understand the backstory. That's very normal when you come to know Jesus. Don't worry, you'll catch up on this story, this grand story that is the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. But the, there was a decree. There was The Israelites were becoming so numerous that Pharaoh was becoming scared. Isn't that always the way of the enemy? He is intimidated. He is fearful of what God is doing in His church. The enemy is intimidated by men and women just like you and me doing great things in the workplace, raising amazing families, having an amazing godly dating life, living an amazing glorious single life for God. The enemy gets intimidated. And so this King sends out an edict that every baby boy when they're born should be thrown into the Nile. They should become crocodile fodder. And Moses's parents in the midst of this said, because we are God's and because this child is no ordinary child and because we are people of faith, not on my watch. Not on my watch, I'm gonna hide the baby. We are hiding the baby. We don't care what Pharaoh says. We have no fear in our heart. We will actually become the buffer against evil in the life of this child and we will hide him. Now you could miss it. And I started saying to Andrew last night before we went to bed, can you imagine what it's like to hide a newborn baby? He's like, I don't even wanna put my mind there. That is too stressful for me Of hushing the baby, of patting its back 24 7 so it doesn't cry, of giving it um, demand feeds, of, of actually every time a visitor knocks on the door, of freaking out, are they gonna get wind of what's going on in this house? Can you imagine the prayer? that went on in that house. That God, conceal us under Your shadow, conceal us under Your wings, God. We thank You, God, that we are safe in Your presence in this home. Can you imagine? what is going on in this house. Can you imagine them taking dominion over this little life that God you have given us this little tiny baby and he may not seem like much, he's come in a tiny little package but we see that this is no ordinary child and this is our responsibility. We will stand against the tide of evil that's coming against his life. There's nothing to see here guys, nothing to see. Not on our watch. Now you could be tempted to see that when they say he's no he's no ordinary child, that maybe they're in the newborn bubble. And if you've ever had a newborn baby, you're in the bubble. You're besotted with that little thing. You know, he's so gorgeous, especially the first one. Not no ill will to second and third children, but the first one you're like, second one you're like, I know what's going to take. <laughs> the first one you're blind, right? But these guys had already had. Aaron and Miriam they knew what having a baby was like it wasn't just the newborn bubble it wasn't just that they were that they saw that he was cute actually they saw with the eyes of the spirit that he is no ordinary child, you know, it's really interesting. There's three different accounts in Scripture about this little story. One is in Acts where Stephen in his speech to the Sanhedrin references Moses growing up in his father's house, concealed. Um, Also in Exodus 2, which I'm about to allude to, it's the mother that like, it's the faith of Jochebed, the mother. But I love that in Hebrews, it's both. The parents came into agreement, right? There is a power if you're a parent. In standing in agreement, the destiny of your child, right? But it's interesting, the different perspectives. Exodus 2.2 says, she saw that he was a fine child. Now, at first glance, you might say he's really good looking and most mothers think that about their children. I certainly think my boys are the most handsome things on all the earth. But if you look a little bit deeper, the word used that Jochebed uses for Moses is actually Tov, this child is Tov, this child, there is something about this child, T-O-V, there's something about him that is Tov, she's seeing with the eyes of the Spirit, and the sense of the Word is that there is something about this child that is divinely good, there is something about this child that, and this is the sense of the word tove that has God's purposes on his life. It is God's goodness in the earth that this child has been brought into the earth to bring about God's goodness, to bring about God's purposes. And there is an evil assignment that is trying to cut him off at the knees before he even gets a chance to live out his purpose. He is Tove, and therefore I will not be afraid in being the buffer between an evil assignment and the destiny of this child. It's an interesting word because it's the intervention of God in the world. When God saw creation and says it is good, He's saying it is Tov. This creation is Tov. It is my purposes on the earth. This order in creation, this fruitfulness, this divine design, this is Tov. You know when Psalm 23, which is a signature Scripture in this house, that that body of Scripture and Pastor Brad's done an amazing series on Right Now Media, just on Psalm 23, you ought to watch it. It's a great time to get Psalm 23 in you. But when it says at the end of Psalm 23, that surely His goodness and mercy will chase me down all the days of my life, it says it's His tove, It's His goodness that God wants to do you good and actually that he's active in doing it. Like you don't have to chase it, it will chase you. You know, no matter where I go, God's goodness will chase me down all the days of my life and crash tackle me to the ground, right? Vivid imagination. Joseph, when his brothers had an evil assignment against him, he said, what you have meant for evil God has meant for Tove. God has meant for good. God actually had a creative purpose. It's far beyond you morons, right? You guys, you rookies, you country boys, shoving me down wells and selling me off. You are so small minded, but you know, so far beyond that, God had a plan for the good, not just of our family, although our family were the priority because through that family came Jesus, right? Um, but for the rest of the world, God's creative agency and purpose was reaching out through the life of Joseph. What you meant for evil, God has meant for Tove. This is what Moses' parents saw in his life. They valued the image of God in him. They saw that he was a creative active of God, that he was beyond the ordinary, you know, and that the, the sleepless nights and the early mornings were worth it because they could see what God saw over the life of this child. They had eyes to see. My question to us this morning is, do we see what God sees? Do we have eyes to see the tove of God in the world? Do we look at a life and go, oh, there's a billion others of those, it's pretty expendable. Or do we see the boy on the streets of Masero Lesotho and go, you are tove." Do we look at the Noongar translation and go, it's just another Bible, I've got 15 of them on my shelf in my study. Or do we go, hearing that Jesus loves you in your heart language. That is Tove. That is no ordinary Bible right there. That is no ordinary thing. That is no ordinary Bible. When we hear about Robert and Rhonda Pope and their work in Central Asia among closed communities, among and he would say it himself from the stage, Islamic communities and the discipleship networks and, and the hidden things that are transforming lives and families. Will we look at it and go, it's just another life group? Or will we go, that is Tove? That is God. That is the goodness of God in the world. Will we look at birthday in a box and go, the present? Or will we say, God, when a kid is on the margin, when they're getting shoved out of the mainstream because of domestic violence and all sorts of things, will we say, but the Bible's not in the box. Or will we have eyes to see like Moses' parents saw? No, that is Tove. That is declaring value over a young life, over a child that, that has got voices around them saying anything but when you sing your dad beat your mum to a pop, that's not Tove. They need a message of God's goodness chasing them down on the margins. You know, I love this. Maybe, maybe you ought to look in the mirror when you get home and go, you are Tove. You know, COVID's made you small maybe. And maybe you've got a cloud of sadness around you and heaviness as, as Karen discern this morning. Maybe you ought to look in the mirror and go, you are tobe. You are the goodness of God to the world right now. You are an agency of God's goodness in the world. As you pray, as you be, sometimes just being, right? Sometimes just being God's goodness in a workplace is powerful. I love this quote. It says in regard to the hiding of the baby, in God's point of view, the hiding of a little baby, three months, may be as great an instance of acceptable faith as any of them. Even turning to flight the armies of the alien may not be greater than defeating the malice of a king by saving a little child. Because, Tove, God's goodness to the earth through this child, because he became the deliverer. You know, the child that was concealed for three months becomes the deliverer of a nation, God's agency of good in the world. You know, it's the preserving, the hiding away of God's goodness and purposes in a time of oppression. You know, in every generation, there is an assignment against the goodness of God in the lives of people. You know, sometimes it's tempting to think our times are different. And look, I I do believe wars and rumours of war and we are coming to the end of the end. I, I do believe that in my spirit. No one knows the hour or the day incidentally. But in every era, there has been an assignment against kingdom ideas to cut them off at infancy. There's been an assignment against dreams and visions that are God's goodness, God's tove in the world, against marriages because marriages had the ability to create ready-made community, to bring the goodness of God, to bring orphans into families, to set the lonely in families. And if you're married, there is an assignment, a good assignment for you to be God's community on the earth, to not make it us two and no more, but to bring the lonely in families. God's tove on the earth and a generation, of course. You know, faith isn't always, and I I can't believe I'm saying this because I believe in the big and the grand, but faith isn't always about the big and the grand. It's actually the eyes to see the significance of hidden acts of faith that may may seem very small and insignificant or, or unseen, but they are mammoth in God's Eyes, the couple that by faith are going through a rough time and they decide we will stick together and it has a generational impact because marriage is tov, God's goodness to the world. The employee who by faith in the unseen chooses humility and integrity in an industry that that is not common. The life group leader and thank God for life group leaders that just shows up I will show up and be the consistency of God's goodness to these people. I will show up to facilitate what's good and right about Christian community and the transformation that can happen. Because Tove, you know, by faith is never a statement of the magnitude of something, although there's some pretty amazing and large things in this hall of faith. Actually, it is about motivation. It is what energy is behind this action? What is animating my life? Is it fear driving me? Because even grand and seemingly successful things when they're not done in faith, they can, even good things can be driven by ego, ambition, performance. You know, it is not about the magnitude of the thing. It's about the motivation behind it. And by faith, Moses's parents, risked their lives to conceal Him. They risked their lives to be the buffer between good and evil. They they risked their lives by faith to conceal Him at the most vulnerable time of His life, that first three months. God has a history of that. He sends Mary to Elizabeth in the first three months of her pregnancy to protect She conceals Mary in her home. And you can imagine Elizabeth says, Mary, you're carrying a dream. Mary, don't worry about the way people are looking at you. Mary, don't worry that it looks silly being pregnant and not married. Don't worry, God has chosen you. This little seed is gonna grow up to be the saviour of the world. Can you imagine in three months, she spoke life. She concealed her cousin. She concealed the promise. And Tov was brought into the world in the form of Jesus Christ, the goodness of God. Zachariah's mouth was shut so that the promise could be concealed and hidden without death spoken over it. Simeon and Anna were concealed in the temple. Their ministry was literally to pray in the Messiah. Can you imagine that? Anna was married, her husband dies when she's young, we can assume before she's 20 maybe or so. And she spends the rest of her life, about 60 years or so, praying, adoring God, I'm waiting for the Messiah. This was her ministry, her tove, right? Not very grand, just in a temple praying, but in God's eyes, it was Tove, it was faith. You know, God wants you to see the seeds of the small beginning and protect them the family, the business, the dream. He knows what's in that small package. That Noongar Bible has power to bring healing and reconciliation to hearts that our words simply won't. It needs an action like this. It's tove in the world. This business that God has put in your heart is no ordinary startup. It's no ordinary child. It's no it is tove. It is God's goodness that dream that God has given you. This miracle missions offering that you are sowing this morning, it is no ordinary thing. It is a seed for greatness in a world desperately in need of the goodness of God. All to be protected, no ordinary thing when I was five or six years old, about this, the age of my eldest son right now. It's amazing, full circle moment for me. And my mom, who had gotten saved in the Catholic Church and baptised in the Holy Spirit, I'm declaring revival over the Catholic Church. We need to be unified as the body of Christ, not having turf wars and denominational nonsense. I wanna see God move in every denomination that preaches Jesus. And she gets saved and she comes to Sydney. My dad gets a work transfer and the newly saved, my newly saved mum loads her kids and three other kids from another newly saved mum, Christine Cruikshank, who's here today. in Christine Cruikshank's MG, six of us in the back, no seat belts. Don't judge, it was a different era. It's called historic anachronism if you're reading the, the standards of today back on then, okay. And little white MG with a maroon top, Christine will tell you. And they brought us here. And I walked into Sunday school in what was Maranatha Hall with Barry and Deirdre Moore and I was bawling my eyes out because I'm a social introvert. I know it's hard to imagine and I'm bawling my eyes out. This is too much for me and Barry comes up to me and he says, don't worry, you're part of a family, you're safe, this is a great place for you to be. And he gets his hanky out, (laughs) gives me the hanky, I wipe away the tears because he sees Tove, he sees value. He sees this is not just any ordinary child. This is one I have to place value on. I will never forget it as a minister in this church. As long as I live, I will never forget when I'm dealing with people, I'll remember the way Barry received me on that first Sunday and I'll pray that the Holy Spirit helps me see eyes, helps me with the, have His eyes to see that this is no ordinary person that just walked through the door. This person I'm meeting on the mission field of Africa, this is no ordinary person, they're God's goodness. You know, are we gonna adopt the judgment of the world and say this is expendable, this is just something else? Or will we see through the eyes of God and say, this is Tove. this is God's goodness in the world. This person carries the image of God, whether they live in an Asian nation or an African nation, whether they're the recipient of a Bible in their heart language or a box that says there is still good in the world. Keep believing, your life will change. The question to us is, will we hide the baby? Will I hide the baby? Will I risk my life, my comfort to actually hide a generation in the presence of God? Will I become the buffer between a tide of evil or will I just make a judgment that it's dark days and do nothing about it? Will I hide the baby? Will I look at what God's doing in the world and declare it tov? Will, or will I look at the news and go, there is no hope for the world, it's a dark world. Or will I look at the images of the Ukraine tonight on the news and go, and yet God is still moving. And yet I trust that the Gospel is being preached. And yet when I, I am trusting that when they cross the borders to Poland, Yolanda, that they will hear the Name of Jesus, that they will see that He's still working in this God forsaken world as some would call it. That it is Tove. that God is good. Will we hide the baby? Believe and act. First thing, hiding the baby is a faith response to what God is doing. Hiding the baby is a faith response to what God is doing on the world. It's Tove, He's doing something good. Will we join in on what He's doing? Will we feel out? See, Moses was God's initiative. Yes, Jochebed and her husband conceived him and raised him and they they built a family, but you see, have eyes to see that beyond the ordinary family life cycle, God was at work doing something. Don't despise small beginnings. This is no ordinary youth ministry. I say to St Andrews, you are no ordinary campus. You are no ordinary campus. I don't care if 110 turn up today, this is no ordinary campus. This is no ordinary life group. We may have just started and we're growing. This is no ordinary life group because I'm having a faith response to what God is doing. I can see beyond. This is no ordinary job. I used to say every day when I turned up to high school, when I was a teacher, this is no ordinary classroom. I'm here, a bomb is about to go off because the Holy Spirit's in me. I'd lay hands on the chairs because this is no ordinary classroom because the Holy Spirit's here. They may not have realised that, but they were in no ordinary class today. (laughs) It's no ordinary thing and the missions, our missions focus is no ordinary missions focus. You know, there is no such thing as an ordinary child in Africa. There is no such thing as the Noongar Bible just being ordinary. There is no such thing as an ordinary convert to Jesus Christ. It's all Tove. Every dollar you give, every time you obey the Holy Spirit and give to what He's doing, you are declaring. This is Tove. this is the goodness of God in the world. No such thing as an ordinary person. Secondly, hiding the baby is protecting a miracle in its infancy. Hiding the baby is protecting a miracle in its infancy. It takes faith to see what's inside that little package because at the moment all he's doing is puking and pooing. All He's doing is keeping them up late at night. There was nothing that He did to show them that this is no ordinary child. They had to see with God. I see beyond the evidence of the natural. This is Tove. It costs something. It costs them something. They actually could have been executed themselves. Their whole family could have been executed for aiding and abetting it. And yet it costs them something, they did it anyway. You know, there's an all out assault on this generation, distraction, distortion, depression. Can I ask you the question, will, be the, will you be the buffer? Will you buffer the tide against them and protect them in their infancy? Will you stand up as a parent and go, I will never use youth as, not going to youth as a punishment. They need to be at youth on Friday nights. We need to be in church as a family on a Sunday under the Word of God. Will you buffer the tide in your home and refuse to speak words of death over your children? Will you be the buffer in a generation that is dark, that desperately needs the goodness of God? Because really hiding the baby was an act of protecting the seed, protecting something in its infancy. They protected it and they did not fear. Don't you think that's amazing? When, when you are with by faith, you can have moments of fear and intimidation. It's not to say you're never gonna be scared, okay? It's definitely been times when I've been scared. But your overall story is, I will have no fear. The Lord is my shepherd, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I, and I, I will not fear evil. Yeah. I'm not gonna fear retribution. I'm gonna stand up and like Daniel... And if He slay me, right, yet I'll follow, I'm going. If like Abraham, I will give it all and trust that even if it dies, He will resurrect it. Yeah, I'm gonna protect that seed. I'm gonna give my life to something that is worthy because it's the tove of God in the world. And then finally, if I could have keys up, that would be amazing. Hiding the baby defies evil's power and plans for good. You know, we're really good activists, aren't we, sometimes? <laughs> you know, it's, our activism's amazing. And don't get me wrong, there is a time for that. But sometimes God is saying, the way I want you to defy evil is actually to hide the baby. The greatest thing that you can do right now in the world in a place of darkness is actually to partner with your local church in the Miracle Missions Offering because we are going to defy evil with good because Tove is God's antidote to evil. Surely your goodness, your Tove will follow me all the days of my life. Evil can't prevail because God is at work in the world. And it takes faith to say in this sort of time, that I will plan for the future because there will be a future. By faith, there will be a future. By faith, I'll lay up an inheritance for future generations. By faith, I'll plant seeds in a little nation called Lesotho because that nation has a future in God. By faith, I wanna see our brothers in Islam, our brothers and sisters who share our ancestors come to know Jesus Christ, the missing part of their theology. By faith. I want a child who has known darkness in their world to get a gift that says there is still good on the earth. God is at work. In spite of the darkness, I am gonna harvest the treasures of darkness. I'm gonna see God's goodness in the land of the living. I am gonna rise against evil by doing Good in the name of Jesus by faith. It's spiritual warfare. Will you hide the baby? Will you? Will you hide the baby this morning? Will you join in God's goodness to the world? Will you align your life with what God is already doing, even in a time of pressure and challenge? You know, it's easy right now to go, we're exempt, we're in a pandemic. We've been sick, our numbers are a bit low across the board because people are away with COVID. Look, we could be forgiven for opting out this year. And I just wanna say, let me remind you that Moses's parents existed in a time of slavery with a genocide against their sons, and yet they hid the baby. In fact, can I just say there's even more reason right now to say we will elevate the Name of Jesus in the world. We will declare His goodness in the land of the living because God is on the move, He hasn't changed. In fact, the the light shines brighter in the darkness. He says there is treasures in the darkness. In the dark seasons, there is treasures. I will not just go through a dark season. I am determined to get the treasure out of it by goodness, I wanna see my life aligned. I wanna see your life aligned with what God's already doing. It's not our initiative. We're just jumping on board with what God is already doing. In a moment, we're gonna receive our Miracle Missions Offering 2022, a great faith declaration into the atmosphere. God is good, He is good and He does good and He's moving on the earth. And I wanna show you a video first. And if you were here last week, you may have seen it, but it's just so profound. I wanna show it again, birthday in a box. And you know, every year in Australia, children live in poverty. Every year in Australia, kids receive family services and it needs mums and dads like you and me, whether you are a mum and dad or not, to rise up and go, not on my watch. No, I will hide the baby. You know, this is no ordinary opportunity that we have right now. It is a recognition that God, you are moving in this world. She is not forsaken, God is in her. God is moving in this world. And what it is, is it's an an alignment of my life, my heart, my all to what God is doing. Just like Jochebed and her husband hid that little baby and said, he is no ordinary child. We in our generation have this opportunity to align our lives and give to what God is doing in the world, to partner with the Holy Spirit in all the things that He is doing in the world. I'm gonna ask you to take your card now and if you need one and maybe you miss one on the way through, why don't you pop your hand up and the host team will make sure that we have that card for you. And if you need a pen, If you need an envelope, why don't you pop your hand up? But I want you to take that card. And I want you to say as you hold that card, God, this is no ordinary opportunity. Today, I'm giving this offering, something you've spoken to me. You know, we give in all different ways in our church. You know, you may be a student and the Holy Spirit has laid an amount on your heart. Maybe you're a business person and you, you know, God has enabled you to actually fund something significant. We, we, we just come together as a family and this remains completely confidential. It's between us and God. But for all of us, it's a declaration that God, You are moving in the earth. What You're doing is good. And I will actually protect what You're doing. I wanna actually partner with you. Why don't you take your card? There's a whole lot of different ways that you can participate this morning, digital ways on the screen. Make sure that if you are giving online and you can do that in this moment as well, that you actually reference it with missions. We are very, very scrupulous as a church about the handling of people's giving. We, we tr- It is worship to God and we treat it with that due weight and that due significance. And so please make sure you do market missions so we know that that's what it's coming for. 100% of what is given in this miracle missions offering goes directly to missions. All different endeavours, that, that all of them are detailed in the brochure, detailed in the messages that we've preached across the last three weeks. So we're completely transparent. There will not be initiatives outside of that that this goes to. We wanna be transparent with you and we wanna give you updates about how those things are going as well. So we're gonna take a moment. If you're with your spouse, you can hold their hand. With someone you'd like to be a spouse, maybe. (laughs) Fill it out. Take a moment to hear from the Holy Spirit. And I'll be back in one moment to pray for you. Thank you, worship team. Why don't you take your card and stand with me? Why don't we stand to our feet this morning together, giving together to see what God is doing in the earth come to bear. You know, if you are somebody who's giving by envelope, all different ways, there's a give box at the door on your way out. In a moment when we come to the close of the service, you can pop the card, the envelope, anything that you're giving in there. If you're given online, that's fantastic as well. But however you've participated this morning, I wanna pray for you and believe that God would take what we've given and that He would extend His Kingdom throughout the earth. Would you believe with me, Church? Holy Spirit, we just thank You that You are moving on the earth. God, we may be at the end of the end, but we trust and we know, God, that souls are coming to know You, God, that children are being rescued, God. Lord, that people who have never heard the Name of Jesus in their heart language, God, are hearing it for the very first time, that healing is flowing like a river, that justice is flowing like a river, God. Lord, that You are making all Things new, God. Lord, that not one thing will be left unattended by You, Holy Spirit. You promise us, God, that the Gospel will be preached in every tribe and tongue and then the end will come. And so we declare, God, we are saying, come Lord Jesus. And in saying that, we're saying, let the Name of Jesus be lifted in every people group, God, in every child's life, God. Let Your goodness, God, touch every person on this planet. Let them know that You still love them. Let them know that You are alive. Let them know that You see And you care, Lord, for every individual and every family this morning that is giving. I declare blessing over them. Lord, Jochebed and her husband were declared blessed by you, God. Their story is told for generations. I just thank you, God, that, Lord, what we are engaging in today, Father God, will have generational impact, God. Lord, I speak blessing, God. Lord, I thank You, God. Lord, that as we give, we will see miracles of God, not only in the recipient's life, God, but in our lives as we trust You, God. As we trust You, God. Lord, Moses' mother and father saw Him spared. They saw Him rescued, God. We are believing for those types of miracles right now. And Lord, we commit it to You. It is all for Your glory, In the mighty Name of Jesus and the people of Horizon Church said, Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day and we hope to see you again soon.